Mm-mm-mm. It's popcorn time. Can't you just smell it already? As you can already guess, in today's episode, we'll be talking about popcorn and where it came from. Remember, all research and information is collected by different sources solely for educational purposes. I'm Joyce Grace, and this is Shots of Endorphins. Have you ever really taken the time to think about how popcorn was created? I know, random thought. Kind of like, which was first, the chicken or the egg? Or did snakes really have legs? Look, no one ever said they understood my thought process. But here I am about to tell you how popcorn was made to be. And let me tell you, I wasn't expecting the results. So let me stop rambling now and I'll tell you about the history of popcorn. The enticing smell of freshly popped popcorn usually brings a movie theater to mind. Whether you're heading out to watch the latest blockbuster at the theater or firing up some popcorn at home to chillax and Netflix, you may have wondered how popcorn was invented in the first place. Discovered in the Americas thousands of years ago, popcorn has captivated people for centuries with its mythical magical charm. At the heart of this endearing little kernel is a healthful whole grain, naturally low in fat and calories, gluten-free and non-GMO, which makes it a great fit for those looking to eat something healthy. And it's easy to understand why popcorn has remained so popular over time. So popcorn actually dates back thousands of years ago. To start off, biblical accounts of corn stored in the pyramid of Egypt were misunderstood. The corn from the Bible was possibly barley. The mistakes come from a changed use of the word corn, which used to signify the most used grain of a specific place. In England, corn was wheat and in Scotland and Ireland, the word referred to oats. Since maize, or maize in Spanish, was the common American corn, it took the name and still keeps it today. It is believed that the first use of wild and early cultivated corn was popping. The oldest ears of popcorn ever found were discovered in the back cave of West Central New Mexico in 1948 and 1950, ranging from smaller than a penny to about two inches, and that's to say the oldest back cave are about 4,000 years old. But the popcorn was vital to early 16th century Aztec Indian ceremonies. Bernardino de Sejagún, a Spanish missionary priest and pioneering ethnographer, wrote, and also a number of young women danced, having so vowed a popcorn dance. As thick as tassels of maize were their popcorn garlands, and these they placed upon the girls' heads. In 1519, Cortés got his first sight of popcorn when he invaded Mexico and met the Aztecs. Popcorn was an important food for the Aztec Indians, who also used popcorn as decoration for ceremonial headdresses, necklaces, and ornaments on statues of their gods, including Talaloc, the god of rain and fertility. An early Spanish version of the ceremony honoring the Aztec gods, who watched over fishermen, read, They scattered before him parched corn, called mamaquilo, a kind of corn which bursts when parched and discloses its contents and makes it look like a very white flower. They said these were hailstones given to the god of water. Writings of the Peruvian Indians in 1650, the Spaniard Cobo says, 
They toast a certain kind of corn until it bursts. They call it pisancaya, and they use it as confection. In South America, kernels of popcorn found in burial mounds in the coastal deserts of North Chile were so well preserved they would still pop even though they were 1,000 years old. Although popcorn is typically thought of as a snack food today, popcorn was once popular breakfast food. Ahead of its time, and very likely a role model for breakfast cereals to come, during the late 19th and early 20th century, popcorn was eaten just as we eat cereal today. Long before the advent of the cornflake, Ella Kellogg enjoyed her popcorn ground with milk or cream. Although she discouraged in-between meal snacking, she urged others to eat popcorn at meals as popcorn was an excellent food. Ella understood, as her husband did, that popcorn was whole grain. John Harvey Kellogg praised popcorn as being easily digestible and to the highest degree wholesome, presenting the grain in its entirety and hence superior to much denatured breakfast. As time passed, popcorn became increasingly popular. Typically cooked in a pot over an open flame, innovation occurred at the turn of the 19th century with the creation of the first popcorn machine. A corn popping device with a stay cool handle was designed and patented by Frederick Myers in 1875. It wasn't until 10 years later though that the first commercial popcorn machine was brought to market by Charles Credders. The machine was mobile and significantly improved access to popcorn for the American population. The model was enhanced later on in the years with the addition of a device to sprinkle butter and salt over the popcorn. It was also in the 1880s that the first commercial popcorn manufacturers started out, particularly the Little Buster and Big Buster from Albert Dickinson's Cohen of Iowa. Surprisingly enough, popcorn was still very popular from the 1890s until the Great Depression. Street vendors used to follow crowds around pushing steam or gas-powered poppers through fairs, parks, and expositions. But during the Depression, popcorn at 5 or 10 cents a bag was one of the few luxuries families could afford. Meanwhile, as other businesses failed, the popcorn business actually thrived. A good testimonial would be like the Oklahoma banker who went broke when his bank failed. He was smart enough to buy a popcorn machine and started a business in a small store near a theater. After a couple of years, his popcorn business made enough money to buy back three of the farms he lost. Then World War II happened. During the war, sugar was sent overseas for US troops to consume, which meant there wasn't much sugar left in the United States to make candy. Thanks to this situation, Americans ate three times as much popcorn as usual and popcorn sellers were booming in business. That is, until popcorn went into a slump during the early 1950s, when television became popular. Attendance at movie theaters dropped and with it popcorn consumption. Or at least that was before it was invented to take popcorn home. When the public began eating popcorn at home, the new relationship between television and popcorn led to a resurgence in popularity. Percy Spencer, an American physicist and inventor, figured out how to mass-produce magnetrons, which were being used to generate microwaves for use in World War II. Looking for post-war applications of Raytheon technology, Spencer spurred the development of the microwave oven in 1946. Happily, popcorn was key to many of Spencer's experiments. 
And in the early 1980s, microwave popcorn was born into the popcorn family and home popcorn consumption increased by tens of thousands of pounds in years following. So during the early 19th century, Americans tried several methods of popping popcorn. Some threw kernels in hot ashes, stirred, and stifled out the popped corn. Others tried cooking popcorn in kettles filled with fat, lard, or butter. A more popular method was cooking popcorn over an open fire in a wire box with a long wooden handle. Now shelf-stable versions hit the stores in 1984, with sales spiking to $250 million by 1986. This sparked a battle of dominance in this lucrative new market segment. But during the 2000s, people started becoming suspicious of microwave popcorn. Ever the conspiracist those people, but I get why. Firstly, there is a chemical used for artificially flavoring butter called diacetyl. This has been linked with Alzheimer's disease and lung damage. Also, microwave bags often contain PFOA, a contaminant that can cause lung disease. So, I get it. Today, people are more adventurous when it comes to popcorn. The traditional options of salt and butter are still commonplace, but Americans are hankering for chocolate popcorn. Ugh. and cheese popcorn mm. in increasing numbers these days. Overall, the popcorn you know and love today is the result of thousands of years of careful cultivation. The corn grown for popping is cured on the stalk and then dried after picking until each kernel contains 14% moisture. As soon as the kernel is exposed to heat, this moisture expands, cracking the kernel into popcorn. Whether stovetop popped, fresh from the microwave or ready to eat, Americans love popcorn. In fact, Americans today consume 15 billion quarts of popped popcorn each year. That averages to about 47 quarts per person. Holy guacamole! That's more than the 2 to 3 gallons of blood an average adult has in the body. Does that mean I can say I'm half popcorn? Huh? At the end of the day, learning about the history behind this wonderful concoction brings just one thing to mind. We love popcorn! Enjoy each and every delicious bite, be happy, and live each day like it's your last. Remember, connect with the creator and you'll see just how much more that happiness will increase. This episode of Shots of Endorphins was produced and scripted by me, Joyce Grace, and a shout out to my research team. You can also follow the show on Facebook and Instagram by searching up Shots of Endorphins or subscribing to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any other streaming services you're listening to. And when you do, don't forget to shoot me a greeting. It's nice to meet new people. As always, thanks for listening, and don't forget to smile. <laughs>